Hi, I'm David. And I'm Aaron. And you're listening to The Travel Bros. So today is Sunday, August 20th, and my school just started. Summer's over. Aaron, you're about to start school this week, right? That's true. Yeah, we're about to start school. So unfortunately, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to post, but we're glad we're doing this right before the year starts. So today we're going to be talking about something really cool, which is actually the Brightline train in Florida. Um, so something I think that's cool about the Brightline train is that it's a train, so it's obviously like public transportation, but it's not well heard of like Amtrak. And that's partially because it's it's newer and partially because it actually is just in Florida. So they just completed a massive expansion. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So the Brightline train opened up in Florida from 2018. That's when it opened and it uh, went from Miami to West Palm Beach. So it went a pretty good distance, but not not too much. Um, and actually, it was the first privately funded passenger rail built in the U.S. in over a hundred years. So really? stuff like Am- yeah, so stuff like Amtrak and stuff like that wasn't publicly, or rather, privately funded. It, that was publicly funded. Right. That's really cool. So, do you know who's like the CEO of it, or who the founder was of Brightline? No, I don't. But I just find it interesting that like this was like I don't know I think it's cool that this was privately funded and it's not something that people yeah, know about it's really cool because normally the privately funded ones are a lot nicer than the Amtrak's like I've been on one um or we were going to go on one in Colorado a few years ago it ended up getting canceled but it was supposed to be you know really like the really scenic ones oh yeah. I didn't know you were gonna do that yeah yeah and you know they they're apparently a lot nicer than the public ones just because You know, they have, like, nicer seats or better views and stuff like that and just, like, better service. And I wonder, you know, when we talked a few weeks about – a few weeks ago or months ago about the the nice one, you know, the really nice trains that they offer in the U.S. for trips, you know, like the scenic ones. I wonder if that counts as a passenger rail. I'm assuming it is. And if so – And if so, then that means that even that wasn't privately funded, which I think was very interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. So in June of this year, Brightline finished a $6 billion expansion. That is just insane. And now the train connects West Palm Beach as well to Orlando. So the whole train now goes all the way south to Miami and all the way to Orlando. So it goes from South Florida to Central Florida. Now, according to economic studies obtained by Brightline, the construction generated more than 10,000 jobs and more than $6.4 billion in economic impact to the state of Florida. So that not only is great for the people of Florida, but it's great for the state as well. They get a lot of like money, tax revenue. They just get a lot of They get a lot of financial benefits with this train that they didn't have before. Yeah, no, that's super cool. I mean, if I was living in Florida, I'd probably use it all the time, um, you know, for vacation and stuff like that. I mean, it connects the entire state, which is pretty cool. And we don't have anything like that good in Texas. I mean, we have, we, we do have an Amtrak, but we don't, it's not great. No, it's really bad. I mean, they run once a day, um, to New Orleans and San Antonio in those directions. So not great. Not at all, but but you know with this it's fast, uh, which I know you're going to talk about, and it's it's just really easy to get on, nice on the inside. So only positives. Now the thing about this, Aaron, is the expansion was over 170 miles, so that's just a lot. That that's really crazy uh, that amount that they expanded it. And the tickets for the expansion went on sale in May of earlier this year. Um, now you can buy tickets on the app uh, more conveniently. You could also buy it online, but the app is easy because that way you just show them your ticket and it's just the fastest and easiest way to do it. Yeah, that's really cool. 
Uh, so I'm going to be talking about a little bit more about the train itself instead of just the company as a whole and the expansion. Um, so the speeds on this train go up to 120 miles an hour. So that's that's really fast. Yeah, it's really fast. Not quite as fast as the Acela Express and the the Northeast that connects, you know, all the northeastern cities like uh, New York, Baltimore, D.C., stuff like that. Which that's the fastest. The Acela Express by Amtrak is the fastest train in the U.S. It goes like, what, 160 or yeah, so? Yeah, 160 tops. But this is still, you know, this is, this still, is very you know, fast. It's, it's comparable in a lot of parts. Um, so the Miami to West Palm Beach, uh, the speeds go up to 79 miles per hour. And that, that's the part that was older. Right. And then the West Palm Beach to Coco, um, to, yeah, they go uh, 110. Yeah, 110 miles an hour. And then Coco to, New or or to Orlando goes uh, 125 miles an hour top. So those stretches have different speeds. Um, but I think... I think the pattern that I'm recognizing here is like the newer the track is or the newer the expansion, the faster it goes. Yeah. Um, and then there are two types of fares that you can get. There's a, um, a smart fare, which is basically the comfortable business op like business class option uh, with like an array of food, beverages, um, and stuff like that available for purchase. And then it includes like a complimentary onboard like Wi-Fi um, and uh, hand-stitched leather seats with like multiple USB type A or USB type C outlets at each seat. So what so I know you only talked about SmartFare right now, but what like before you talk about, you know, like the nicer one, would you uh, pay more for like first class or like for nicer seat like on something like a train if it would be a few hours? Like I I'm just curious, would you spend your money like that? Like it depends for me how much more expensive, how long the train is, like stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I think it really depends like what you're traveling for. If it was just for business, probably not because uh, you probably want to save as much money as you can. But I mean, if you were on vacation and you were willing to spend the money, I think the difference is like 40 bucks or something like that between uh, the smart fare and then the nicer one. Um, but I'm not sure exactly what the difference is. And plus, I mean, the, the price depends on which stop you're starting at of course. and which one you're ending so at. So like too. the very cheapest, like very cheapest is the ten dollars for the smart fare and premium tickets twenty seven dollars. Right. Again, that's like the the, the cheapest. Right. But I don't know. Maybe if you're going from Miami to Orlando and it's a two hour train, I don't know. Maybe that's a hundred bucks or so. Right. I, I actually don't um, know. Yeah. So I mean, it really depends on the price and stuff like that about where you're going. Um, but yeah, I think it could be worth it if you were just doing it for fun and you just wanted to have the full experience. And then the nicer fare is called the premium fare. So what does that include? Like the, is the premium fare a lot nicer or does it just have like a few things that the other one doesn't? Well, yeah, it's considered like the first class on this train and um, it includes like complimentary snacks, uh, like free beverages. And then like they have a, a free like premium lounge that you can relax at and stuff, which is something that the smart fare doesn't offer. Uh, so, you know, it just includes stuff like that. And I don't know exactly what's inside of the premium lounge. I'm assuming just a place to sit with probably some drinks, snacks, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's the views are supposed to be great on this train. And then it's um, really cool that it's pet-friendly as well. So you could take your dog or your cat with you uh, if you were traveling to visit family in a different Florida city or you were just going on vacation with a pet. Uh, so, yeah, it's pet-friendly. And then um, the best thing that, in my opinion, that's really cool is they have, um, like, really modern, state-of-the-art, spacious bathrooms, which is normally not a great thing or, like, not a, like, thing that you see on most public trains. Um, I've been on probably, like, 15 Amtraks in my life in the Northeast, and I can tell you that the bathrooms aren't so great. I mean, they're pretty spacious, but these ones uh, appear to be a lot nicer. 
And, um, I mean, if, I think it's a really big deal, uh, to have, you know, a, a clean way to use the bathroom when you're going, taking hours to go from one city to another. What do you think? I agree. I just think it's really cool how, because they go so fast and it's, you know, a new expansion and all this stuff, it'll actually like beat the traffic. So like in Houston, we don't have that. Like we can't, even though we, we do have a light rail, we can't just say like, Hey, let's go on the train to Austin and it's going to be faster than driving. But right. in Florida, now you can go in Miami and say, Hey, I want to be in Orlando in, I don't know, an hour. I don't know how long it takes. And it's going to be faster than driving. And it's cheap. So it's like win, 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 win. It's cheap. It's really easy and convenient. It's fast. And it's it's clean. And, you know, it's faster than the cars. So I just feel like everything about the Brightline train is just amazing. Yeah, and I normally don't like talking badly about the state we live in. But the only disadvantage about, like, Houston and that whole area like all these big cities is that they're not connected by like really any public transportation. You know, we have Amtrak's that can take you from Houston to San Antonio and then you have to transfer from San Antonio if you want to get to Austin or Dallas, um, stuff like that. But the reality is it takes twice as long, if not longer, to get to Austin than it would be like on a train than it would be to drive. Um, So it's just not worth it. And the price too is like, I think it's a pretty reasonable price. Honestly, it's probably like, 40 bucks to Austin. Um, and, but like, it's just still not worth it. Like people would rather drive because we're living in a state that's just built for cars. Well, it's not only that. It's just like, as you said, it's that the train, like it's one thing if it's faster, but it's not, it's actually slower and it's not that, I mean, it's relatively cheap, but mostly there's no reason to get on the train because it's slower. If it was faster, that's another thing. Right. But with the Brightline, it's really cheap, and it's actually faster than the cars, so it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, and you know, they have this, like, they have that project that they've been talking about for years, about how they want to connect Houston to Dallas. Well, it's actually back on. on. It's fast train. And yeah, I was was talking to somebody a few months ago, um, like, in the, that works in the city of Houston, and like, the public transportation department. And I was asking them, like, how much they know about it and stuff. And at the time, um, you know, the plan was basically, like, it was at a dead end. They thought it was completely off. And, yeah, we saw, like, I saw, like, an article recently um, that shows, like, indications that it's probably going to continue now. Um, Or the process is, like, going to keep moving forward. Um, It's going to be, I mean, for sure, like, many more years before it's completed, if it does get completed. uh, Like, if they can get the funding. But, you know, I hope it works because 45 minutes is way faster than like five six hours. hours, five hours, depending on traffic to Dallas. I mean, it's really great. And, you know, people work um, in Dallas and Houston and stuff like that. People who work there can be able to get to one from one place to another, um, you know, in less than an hour, which is pretty nice. And it's very, very fast. It would be a bullet train, which is I don't know if this would be the first one in the U.S., but probably it would be. It would be the fastest train that exists right now in the United States. Like it's a I think the company that's uh, developing the train is actually like a Japanese company that develops trains in Japan. So that would be really state of the art, especially for the even in the world, that would be one of the fastest trains. Oh, yeah. No, it would be tied for like the fastest train, like the fastest passenger train right now. Um, which is pretty cool. And then, you know, I, I don't know anything about like that hyperloop that Tesla's doing. I, I haven't looked into that in years. Um, but I think it's more for cars than it is for like public transportation and stuff like that, that they're doing in California. Um, so that's a little different. Um, but I think we see a lot of like moving in public transportation and trains and stuff in the United States right now. Yeah. We're noticing this pattern, especially with new, new developments, just like Florida's new Brightline train. And overall, I just think it's a great thing that Florida made. I mean, right. Like overall, just think about it. They're getting a lot of money for the state. 
faster than driving, cheap, more than 10,000 jobs. And just, I mean, think about it, $6.4 billion that they're right. going to get for the state. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's that's, a lot of money. That's unbelievable. And it's, and it's that's not even connecting most of the state. So if you think about it, if they were to keep expanding, think about how much better that could do for the economy. Yeah, and Florida's what, like the third biggest state in the U.S. or something in terms of like GDP? I don't know exactly, but yeah, just think I mean, about it's, it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely up there. I mean, you know, New York, Texas, Florida, California. Yeah. Um, well, I hope you guys learned something today, and until next time, this was the Travel Rose.